The closing of the IX Center will wallop the Cleveland Airport budget. The Lake Erie Wind Farm proposal is back from the dead. And the ACLU says Ohio would save many millions of dollars by reforming its bail system. It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Friday, September 18th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Closing the IX Center could cost city-owned Cleveland Hopkins International Airport more than $2 million. The airport also will lose payroll taxes collected on the nearly 180 employees who worked at the IX Center and will have to pay $800,000 a year in property taxes that had been covered by IX Center Corporation. This all happens as the airport has been hit hard by reduced flights, which resulted from the COVID-19 pandemic. Mayor Frank Jackson says he doesn't know what happens next, whether a new vendor might be found to run the center or the use of the IX center could be changed. The current operator abruptly announced Wednesday it was closing because business has been crippled by the pandemic when the kinds of gatherings that have taken place at the IX Center have all been banned. The future of the Cleveland Auto, Boat, and Home and Garden shows, which took place at the IX Center, are all up in the air. Plans to build the nation's first freshwater wind farm in Lake Erie, northeast of Cleveland, pretty much dead in the water since May, took a major and unexpected step forward Thursday as state regulators reversed their previous decision to limit the nighttime operation of the proposed wind turbines. The nighttime ban effectively had killed the project. But despite the Ohio Power Siting Board's decision, there are still details that need to be worked out regarding how to mitigate the harm to animals from Icebreaker Wind, a $126 million, 20.7 megawatt pilot project that has been in the works for more than a decade. During a virtual meeting that involved a level of discussion and debate unusual for the Power Siting Board, board members unanimously voted to rescind part of an order they issued last May that approved construction of the turbines only if the blades did not move at night between March 1st and November 1st. Such a limit would be a poison pill that would make the project financially unfeasible, according to Dave Karpinski, president of Lake Erie Energy Development, the nonprofit developer of the wind farm. The American Civil Liberties Union of Ohio says Ohio could save between $199 million and $264 million each year by adopting what the organization considers common-sense bail reform policies. The changes would also lead to fairer treatment of black suspects who are more likely to face higher bond amounts to get out of jail. Recommendations include allowing all suspects to be released the day they are arrested unless a judge deems them to be a flight risk or a threat to a specific person. Cuyahoga County has been working towards bail reform for four years since Cleveland.com launched its Justice for All series. Progress has been slowed by the pandemic. A bunch of Cuyahoga County schools are preparing to bring students back to the classrooms, and a bunch are not so ready to do so. Bay Village already has returned. Rocky River will be back in classrooms on the 28th. 
Solon will decide today when it might return. Lakewood is just starting to discuss a return after October 16th. Cleveland Schools CEO Eric Gordon will discuss his plans in a speech on the 22nd. Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealers surveyed the districts in Cuyahoga County and published a story Thursday with the latest on each district's plans. Pete the Pelican made a home this summer in Lake Erie on Cleveland's breakwater, the first brown pelican spotted on Cuyahoga County shores since 2013. The pelican likely lost his way during a southern storm and will migrate south for the winter. Scott Sanders, the owner of Cleveland Sailing Charters, discovered the brown pelican this summer and named him Pete. Sanders said Pete is finding ample fish along the break wall and the mouth of the river, and it hangs out with other seabirds like cormorants and gulls. Brown pelicans are the smallest breed of pelicans and usually live on the east and west coasts. That's a wrap for the week. Thanks for listening, and come back Monday for a new roundup of the news.